Good morning, this is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, I want you to put on your listening ears because we are in for a real treat today. We are in the studio with Mr. Kevin Maynard, who is the Artistic Director and Executive Director of Trilogy, an opera company. They bring opera to the New Jersey Performing Arts Center and the, and the, and the surrounding area. Kevin, welcome to the program. Thank you, Dora. I really appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to come on the show to not only talk about opera, but to talk about trilogy and the great programs that you're bringing to the greater Newark area. Before we get started, if you could, could you share with the audience a little bit about your education, your background, and of course, how you started Trilogy, an opera company? Well, um, I am originally from a small place called Tuckahoe, New York. I was born in Mount Vernon, New York, but I was raised in Tuckahoe, New York. Now, my education, I went to Tuckahoe High School, and I followed with um, a short tenure, if you will, at the Manhattan School of Music, where I received a diploma. Then I went to Bradley University, where I got my bachelor's degree. Then I went to Northwestern University, where I got my master's degree. Then I went to the Moscow Conservatory, where I was given sort of an honorary degree, if you will. And then I went to uh, Indiana University, where I am a candidate uh, for the doctoral degree. And uh, I started that program back in, oh boy, some years ago now, uh, 1980 actually. But uh, that is my uh, background, education-wise. And uh, I started um, with a Carnegie Hall debut, if you will, uh, doing Die Liebe der Danai by Richard Strauss um, with the Opera Orchestra of New York. That's what I started with here in New York. But I always give credit to Die Meistersinger von Nuremberg uh, by Richard Wagner for my actual uh, beginning. Uh, at the Lyric Opera of Chicago, followed with uh, my big break, which sent, sent me to Moscow to be an apprentice artist at the Bolshoi. And my big break was with the uh, Santa Fe Opera in New Mexico. So, but I've sung with all of the uh, major uh, opera companies in our country, uh, certainly affiliated with uh, such companies as the uh, New York City Opera, the Metropolitan Opera, the Lyric Opera of Chicago, the San Francisco Opera, the Dallas Opera, Opera Company of Boston, uh, the Pittsburgh Opera, Santa Fe, as I mentioned, the Seattle Opera, and uh, it, all of our national companies. And I spent time as an apprentice artist at the Bolshoi, and I, I sang at the Scottish Opera and the Opera Nationale du Rhin in France. And then I sang with the Opera uh, Teatro Municipal in Santiago, Chile. I sang uh, in Manaus in Brazil. And uh, I sang in England and so forth and so on. And uh, I have sung uh, literally all over the world. I've sung in Beijing at the Beijing Concert Hall, Beijing Junior Team. Uh, I sang uh, uh, in, at the Kalagoda Festival in India. Uh, I sang in South Africa, in Pretoria, and, uh, oh gosh, I've sung throughout Germany, I've sung throughout, uh, like I said, France, and, um, oh, some 
30 some odd, 30 to 33 countries. I've sung in New Zealand and I've sung in Fiji. And uh, <laughs> too many places to name. Very impressive. But, uh, yes, I've sung uh, yeah, quite a few places. But um, I, uh, uh, I came here to uh, Newark, New Jersey with my wife and we formulated two children. Uh, we settled here in Newark and uh, uh, we love it here. And uh, we spent time developing what is now known as Trilogy and Opera Company. And I developed this company while I was uh, still performing at the same time. And uh, we focus on the works of black composers and subject matter relative to the black experience. And um, that's what we do. We've done some fabulous works. Uh, we did um, Robeson by Adolphus Hailstork. We just finished doing Five by Anthony Davis. We've done Garvey uh, by Michael Raphael. Uh, we're going to do Kenyatta by Trent Johnson coming up. We've done Emmett Till by Michael Raphael and Emmett Till by Charles Lloyd Jr. We've done four on the four little girls in Birmingham that were murdered by Trevor Weston. We've done Tremonitia by Scott Joplin. And um, we've done uh, The Mask in the Mirror by Richard Thompson. And uh, we've done Dorothy Rudmore's Frederick Douglass and Dorothy Rudmore's Papa Doc, uh, Francois Duvalier. And, um, We've done uh, operas uh, um, on some very interesting and controversial subject matter, such as uh, Trayvon Martin um, and, uh, and, and many, many things. We've done some 30 productions now, and uh, it has given us um, a great deal of exposure uh, in New Jersey, up and down the East Coast, and throughout the country. And now we're getting, we're getting a little exposure overseas as well. Uh, we have some very good supporters, if you will, uh, that have been behind us. Uh, Dodge has been behind us. The Lambert Foundation has been behind us, which is essentially the Rockefeller family. And uh, we've had uh, some great experience uh, with the marvelous actor Danny Glover, uh, who works for the world. and. Um, we have uh, been in contact with great, uh, our, uh, the black investment community has been wonderful, particularly Derek Jones and uh, Ray McGuire and uh, these people. And uh, this, this has helped us to, to seed us, if you will. And the immediate um, community in Newark has been very loyal to us. Uh, they started us, uh, you know, 10, 15, $25 on a regular basis. And uh, they gave uh, birth to us and our experience uh, in 2004. And so uh, we've been loyal to them. We worked hard to, to, um, uh, to reveal to the community uh, what's important um, about what it is that we're doing. And we find incredible subject matter and then we find incredible people to write about that subject matter. We look to Chanel Perry and Richard Wesley and others to write librettos, to write a, a book, if you will, about what it is that we're doing. And then we find the finest composers uh, that we can find, and we give them the task to write the opera. And uh, 
and uh, we raise the money to support them. And then we find wonderful black artists and other artists, not just black artists, you know. We find Asian artists, white artists, if you will. And uh, we do these productions and we place them in the symphony and the orchestra. Teokest is our orchestra's name. Teokest. Teokest. And then um, we, do these, uh, we do these works that um, involve also the hiring of um, designers. Uh, designers who build sets and designers who build uh, costumes, this type of thing, wigs. And we look and find them in the African American community. So it's, it's, it's a mouthful of a project and, uh, and we're very happy uh, to be doing it in Newark, which we feel is the most important African American center in the United States. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Kevin Maynard, who's the artistic director and the executive director of Trilogy, an opera company. Kevin, you have a couple of important events coming up over the next this month and, and next month. Uh, let's talk about the event that you're having on Saturday, February 25th, 2017. Tell All us right. about that. Well, the first event that we're having is called our Orange Ball, and we ask you to dress in something orange, as wild and as frivolous as you wish, and we come, we, we do a little bit of dancing, but we try to expose people to what it is that we're doing, and it's a free event. The only thing that we ask you to do is to come and to support us, support us before the event or after the event, but you don't come to the Orange Ball and expect to pay a fee to get in. No, we'll feed you and we'll show you off and we'll have a great time and we'll try to show off ourselves and let you know what it is that we're doing. We'll inform you. And we'll, this, year, this year we're doing our event in Hotel Indigo, uh, which is in downtown Newark. It's the Blue Hotel, I call it. And um, it's on uh, uh, what is called uh, Market. Uh, no, well, yes, it's a little bit off Market, I would say. Market and Broad Street. Yeah, block off. Yeah, just block just off, block off Broad mm -hmm. Street. And, um, and so that's where we'll be, uh, in the Alva Room, which is downstairs, the main restaurant. And then we'll go up to the sky top at the end of the evening and sort of look over and look at New York City, if you will, and, and the wonderful developments in the city of Newark. And uh, that's on February 25th, and we, we're going to do that uh, at uh, 6.30 p.m. And the website for it? And the website for it is, um, we have a new website that we really want you all to pay close attention to. It's called www.trilogyaoc.com. And uh, on that uh, website, you'll also be able to find our other uh, auxiliary website, which is TrilogyAOC.Homestead.com. But we, we ask you to follow www.TrilogyAOC.com. And AOC is an opera company. An opera company, That's right. right. That's what that stands for. Thank you, Director. Uh, absolutely. Uh -huh. And um, we're going to follow that, though. We have a really fabulous season. We're going to follow that with um, Das Rheingold, uh, which is by... Let's talk about Das Rheingold. In, in our earlier discussion, uh, you really got me going with talking about the three nymphs. Nymphs, right. Nymphs, yes. Yes. Well, let's talk about Das Rheingold. Yeah, well, that's right. Das Rheingold um, is the first. It's what is called a Vorspiel. It's the introductory to the other three. It's a four, um, uh, uh, four compositions that are put together, and they're called Der Ring des Nibelungen. Uh, 
and it's a, it's a cycle of operas that tell a story, so to speak. And um, the first one is Das Rheingold, and uh, it involves these nymphs and a troll, some gods and some giants, and a mysterious earth mother. And um, there's a struggle uh, over the ring, the Ring des Nibelungen, all right? This ring that was built by the Nibelungen. But anyway, let me tell you a little bit about the story, if you will. What actually happens is that you have um, uh, these three nymphs who, uh, who love to have sex. And they are swimming around in, this, uh, in the water, uh, which is uh, sort of embased with caverns around it. And uh, in those caverns is this troll, uh, sort of an uh, uh, ugly character named Alberich. And Alberich um, sees these nymphs. And he sort of wants to play with them, if you will. And uh, he comes, and uh, the nymphs, they tell him uh, that they will, they enjoy playing. And, uh, they're, you know, they're nymphs. And so um, Alberich, though, sees this shiny um, area uh, underneath the water there, close to his cavern. And he, he questions the nymphs about what it is. And uh, they tell him, they say, well, uh, this is the gold. Uh, we are guarding this gold, which is capable of making a magical ring that gives you immense power. And at the same time, you can formulate this gold into a Talmud, or a, shall we say, a head garment that you can wear that will change you into various things. If you're clever enough to be able to handle this gold, uh, Alberich denounces his character and uh, love and and uh, the forthrightness and steals the gold. And the nymphs are crying out for their gold, but he steals it. Now, then suddenly, the action shifts to on ground, and we're in the area of the gods, Wotan and Fricka, Dona and Fro. And the gods are now... Uh, one of them, the head god, if you will, Wotan, is resting, and his wife is telling him that he had better get up. His wife is named Fricka, and she's claiming you should get up and help me find my sister, um, Freya, who has been taken by those gross giants because of this deal you made. And Wotan says, um, oh, well, you know, look at just don't concern yourself with that. Look at this marvelous castle that uh, the giants have built for me. And Fricka says, no, I want you to get my sister back. So suddenly his sister runs on the scene, and she's very, very, she's, she's uh, Hilfe. She's yelling, help me, help me, help me. Uh, the giants are after me. They're going to take me. And uh, Wotan is uh, like, oh, God, i got to deal with this. And he says to his wife, he says, look, I've got another god coming named Loge, the fire god, and he's going to work this thing out. And then um, Fricka says, oh, Loge, he's always full of a lot of junk, and he's, he's a trickster. You know, this term we know from African uh, uh, the stories, trickster, he's a trickster. And don't, uh, you can't rely on him. And Wotan says you can. But just at the moment when Wotan is claiming this, in come the giants. Yum, tum, tum. They come oh, walking in. <laughs> and the giants come in, 
And the giants say, look, Wotan, you promised us, you know, we could have Freya. Because we don't have a woman. We're an ugly race of gross, huge people. And we don't have anything that's soft and gentle and beautiful that we can uh, be proud of. And you promised us that we built this magnificent castle that you would give us, uh, you would give us a friar. And then Wotan the, the says, oh, <laughs> you must be out of your mind. I'm not giving you my, you know, my sister's uh, sister. Uh, she's beautiful. Look at you dopes. You don't belong, uh, uh, you don't have anything to do with someone or something as beautiful as this. The giants become angered and they say, look, we're going to take her. And just at that moment, in comes Dona and Fro, and they are ready to fight the giants for their sisters. They say, oh, no, 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 you're not going to take, you're not going to take a friar. So the giants say, look, we don't want to fight with anybody. We did our part, and you should do yours. Now, we're going to take her for a little while and uh, until you figure out something. Just at the moment, Loga comes in. Loga, he appears in a puff of smoke, and he says, look, what's the problem here? Botan tells him the problem, and Loga says, well, look, I know where there's a guy who's got some gold that he stole that he shouldn't have. His name is Albrich. We can go down there and steal the gold from him and give it to those giants, and then and then in, in lieu of Freya. So the giants overhear this, you know, and they say, well, this might not be a bad deal, but until you bring that gold, we're going to hold Freya. So they take Freya. And so Wotan and Loga go down under earth to the caverns of which uh, Alberich lives. So when they get down there, Alberich is there, um, and they run into Alberich's sidekick, Mima. Mima tells them how horrible Alberich is, and Alberich has this golden ring with all this power that he's formulated and made from, uh, by way of these slaves. And these slaves, Nibelungen, uh, have also made uh, a Talmud. Well, actually, a Mima made the Talmud, this headgear that changes you into various things. So anyway, in the course of this conversation, Mima tells, Mima tells uh, uh, the giants about this Talmud, and he shows them how it works. So he puts it on his head, and he turns himself into a dragon. And they're laughing, oh, my God. And then he says, uh, and then Loga says, can you turn yourself into something small? And then he says, yeah, I can do that too. So he puts it on and turns himself into something real tiny. And then they throw a net over him and catch him. And they bring him up above earth. <laughs> and they got him up there and they make him promise to do various things. Like to give them the, they, they, they tell him, you can, you, you can become large again, but you have to give us the ring that's on your finger. And he doesn't want to do that, but he gives it to Voltan. And then Loga says, and you have to give me that Talmud, that headpiece that changes you into various types of things. And then he's really mad. So he gives it to them. And then uh, the slaves, uh, you know, he for, uh, Voltan forces him, forces uh, Alberich to bring the slaves up above ground with all of the gold. So here they come with all this gold. So now Votan has the gold, the ring, and the Talmud. And so this just really upsets Alberich. So Alberich puts a curse on the ring. And once he puts that curse on the ring, this is where the whole thing starts. So now Votan goes back up above uh, uh, ground to his own uh, home, if you will. 
and his area where he sort of dwells, and in come the giants with fire. And so Wotan says, all right, I've got what you want, that gold. And one of the giants, Fossilt, which is the one I'm going to sing, he's very, he says, oh, I don't want to give up Freya, but, and he says, you better stack up all the gold very, very high so I can't see Freya. So they stack up the gold as high as they possibly can so Freya cannot be seen. But then the giant says, Ray, and Doc Blitz here, Blitz to me here. And he says, look, I can see right through there. I can see her hair, you know, and um, I can still see Freya right through the cracks in that go of that gold there. So he says, um, I can't do it. So uh, one of the giants, the smarter giant, Fafner, says, Voltan, give us that ring that's on your finger and stick it right in that hole. So Wotan says, what, V, these are new? <laughs> he says, no, not this ring. And uh, he doesn't want to do that. So uh, he's just, he just doesn't want to do it. So um, what's his name says, uh, he'll throw the Talmud in. Wotan says, throw that Talmud in there. Throw that headgear in there. So they throw the headgear in there. But that's not enough for fossil, you know. Friday, hold her, hold her. You know, he's still very, very upset over this whole thing. So, the other giant says, look, you're going to have to give up that ring. So, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of the earth comes the earth mother, Erda. And she says, Wotan, give them the ring because there's a curse tied to it. And something will do you harm. Anyone that has that ring will come in harm's way. And so Wotan says, oh my gosh, this Earth Mother comes out of nowhere and tells me this stuff. And so he says, yeah, I'm going to give up this ring. So he gives up the ring. And the minute he gives up the ring, Freya comes back to them. The minute he gives up the ring, the two giants fight over the ring. So one giant gets upset and says, look, you wanted the, the woman all along, so the ring should be mine and I should get the greater half of the gold. And the other other giants, the giant says, Zurich, get back, you big knuckle bloat. And, uh, and so the, 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 uh, the, the uh, giant who really didn't want the ring but wanted the gold hits the other brother over the head and kills him dead. There you have the curse on the ring. Ah, you see. So, and then Wotan realizes, my God, this could have been me. Two brothers. One brother killed it, killed his brother. And so, story stops right there for a moment. And then all of a sudden, Wotan can hear from the depths of the water the Rhine maiden saying, Rhine goes, Rhine goes. They want the ring back. And Wotan realizes, oh Lord, this thing is not over with still. You know, uh, this stolen ring is going to just sort of follow me around, this whole dilemma. And um, so the opera stops for a moment uh, there. There's some beautiful music as they walk into their uh, fabulous palace. And then it picks up with the next opera. But I'm going to stop there. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. You know, I've never heard opera explained so detailed and so nicely. Um, and it's done, of course, with opera singing, which is, yeah. which, is, which is beautiful. I think our audience is, is going to really enjoy this. Now, when will this production take place? This happens on March 19th at 7 p.m. at the Victoria Opera House, the Victoria Theater, at, at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in the city of Newark. One Center Street, one Center Street, at the at the uh, New Jersey 
at Performing Arts Center. And uh, tickets can be acquired on the on the internet or at NJ Pack is the cheaper way to get them. Okay. They're fifty dollars, mm -hmm. and there are some there are some seats that are forty four dollars. Not many, Bob. Mm -hmm. uh, we urge people to get their tickets as soon as they possibly can because this is the first time the ring has ever been done in New Jersey. Wow. Historically. First Historically, one. yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, we're going to have to promote that because yeah. that, 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 that's a very big thing for that's New Jersey. That's a big thing. Absolutely. Jersey, right? That was the whole promise of the NJ Pack before they built it, mm -hmm. was to bring culture and activities like this yeah. to New Jersey. That's right. Wow. That's first right. Time. That's right. And um, how can a, a, a young person who um, has a sense of, 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 of opera wants to get involved with opera? Um, is this something that you teach or is it a place where you can direct them? How do you involve yourself with the community? Well, I think it's very important if a person wants to sing, they must first expose themselves to the art form. Listen and watch mm -hmm. as much as you possibly can. And then take some music lessons. Learn the, the nuts and bolts of music, the math of music. Learn how to read music. And then begin to train in, in, in a specific discipline. And if it's opera that you like and you want to sing, Start to take voice lessons, mm -hmm. and, you know, and begin to develop the voice. But sing in a choir up until about the age of 16. Mm -hmm. Then when you become about 16 years of age, you can start to train the voice. Mm -hmm. But you have to be very careful beforehand sure. so mm -hmm. that you don't harm young voices. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as I said, this, these interviews go so, so fast. Mm -hmm. um, we have a couple minutes left. Um, what thoughts would you like to leave with the listeners in the greater uh, New Jersey, New York area about Trilogy and Opera Company? Well, one of my board members said to me that last night, or the night before last, for about an hour, <laughs> she says to me, we got to get some butts in the seat. So we want people to come to the opera. We want you to come and to experience what it is that we have to offer and learn about each other. Sit next to people that look like you. Sit next to people that don't look like you. And make conversation in between the, uh, the intermission and so forth. Involve yourself in the experience and let the music and what you see transform you and expand your thinking. Let it, it, let it develop you your, your, and, and help you to complete your sensibilities towards art. Let it affect you, make you feel good. And then engage and take what you're learning, because opera is an all-encompassing art form, and you're going to see a lot of things that you, you know, that you might not know right away. Like there might be some language things you don't understand. The music might be a little bit different. There, might, there are going to be a lot of things happening all at once, because <laughs> there are instrumentalists playing things. There are people singing things. There are people moving around. There are lighting changes. There are set changes. There, uh, there are all kinds of things happening all at once on subject matter that is sophisticated and important and sometimes difficult to put together. Sometimes it has historical premise and so forth. And you have to, you, 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 you throw yourself in and then you become uh, part of the development of, of the project uh, in, in itself, in the community. You participate. But put your hind parts, hind parts, <laughs> in the seat. That's what my uh, board members said, and that's very important. Because oftentimes, you know, we have people that will give us money, but they don't come, and they will give a lot of money, and they don't come. Then you have some people who, 
who are used to coming to the opera and giving money, and they come. So we want people who who have not been to the opera to come, people who regularly come to the opera to come, and people, uh, uh, you know, who don't uh, know others, who uh, don't have what I call a comprehensive exposure in terms of uh, the cross-cultural uh, uh, ties that, uh, that are uh, so evident in our community. Mm -hmm. And we need to pay close attention to them and involve ourselves and expose ourselves to one another. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our in-studio guest, Mr. Kevin Maynard, who is the Artistic Director and Executive Director of Trilogy, an opera company. And please support their event, which is coming up Saturday, February 25th, 2017 at 6.30 p.m. at Hotel Indigo. And it's called the Orange Ball. The Orange Ball. And uh, also, uh, you can go to the website at www.trilogy.com. AOC.com. There we go. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> Kevin, thank you for coming on the program. Thank you, Darrell. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend on Leadership with Darrell Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Remember, if you missed this broadcast or any other broadcast, you can go to iTunes U, look for Seton Hall University and Leadership with Darrell Gunter, and you will be able to see all 176 of our podcasts. Thank you. Have a great weekend. And remember, leadership begins with you.